0: Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes, planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like, how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why Certified Financial Planner Dan Caprill is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for being here this week on
1: Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that looks at the financial world and puts together all the pieces to help you get a better plan in place for your financial and retirement future. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and even Northern Kentucky with Matson and Capril. You can look them up online by going to quizdan.com. Easy to remember, that's quizdan.com. Some great resources online. Dan is also the author of the book retirement survival you can call with questions 844 quiz dan is the number dan hope you're doing well
2: oh gosh the Bengals are still undefeated so how could i be doing anything <laughs> but great and i'm sure all of our listeners feel the same way hopefully uh we keep the string going again tomorrow but uh yeah no i'm doing doing fantastic how you doing today buddy
1: Fantastic, and uh, looking forward to our show. We'll try and keep you undefeated on the show as well today, Dan. I mean, I don't think I'll uh, do my best. you've ever been beaten here on the radio show. Uh, you so. can
2: just throw a yellow flag <laughs> or something like that if I, if I mess up. If, if
1: there's any infractions, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, well, here's
2: what's coming up That's on the great. show today.
1: Reasons why you would want to work with a financial or a wealth coach. We tell you all the time, Dan's mm-hmm. a wealth coach. We're going to go over some of the reasons why working with a wealth coach is a great idea. and, yeah, and
2: the other thing, too, I want to emphasize on that. I'm sorry for interrupting you, yeah, but it. we're going to also emphasize the difference between coaching, versus what's a coach versus an advisor, Ooh, the okay. two very different things, and we're going to get into that, so I'm sorry, you go right
1: ahead. That's a great point, and we'll talk about reasons to get life insurance, why that's important, should you do it, should you not do it, and also, of course, tales from the tax
2: side, Yogi Berra, in honor of uh, Yogi Berra, we'll be talking yes. about him Yes, great American, and uh, we're going to pay tribute to him and his yogiisms and how they actually affect (laughs) you in taxes. That's right. Looking forward to that. As always, we invite you to send us questions. Happens all the time.
1: People go to quizdan.com and submit a question, and then uh, they let us feature it here on the show. And we got one this week from Betty in Kettering. She says, I'm in the middle of a divorce after 30 years of marriage. Do you think I'd be better off to get half of my husband's 401k or half of the pension? I like the idea of having a guaranteed income, but I won't be retiring for another 10 years, so it's not like I need the pension right now. Tough situation for Betty.
2: Yeah, it is. And first of all, Betty, I'm sorry to hear um, that news and prayers are with you. It's always a difficult time. Um, I come from a family that's gone through that several times, not me personally, but, um, you know, the best to you and and your family. Um, The way I would answer your question, Betty, is I would ask, I would try to get half of both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Very often I see situations where people go through a divorce, they work with attorneys, and what's really sorely needed is a good financial advisor who can come in there and analyze things in ways that attorneys don't analyze it. Um, things are valued, too often things are valued on their face level and they're not valued in terms of their long-term potential as well as the, the tax implications for it. I've seen examples where someone um, accepted um, an IRA instead of real estate, well the problem is the real estate essentially would have been tax-free to them the IRA is taxable. So it's very important that you get the proper expertise. When we have a client go through a divorce, uh, we spend a lot of time with them and their attorney analyzing everything, and we show both parties in the divorce um, you know, what these assets are today, what they're potentially going to be long-term, what the tax implications are. So in, ca- in the case of, say, the 401k versus the pension, first of all, we have no idea which is better simply because you have to look at the numbers. Uh, But in general, I, I strongly recommend if we can split everything evenly and even take a piece of both, it's better. But you really need to get good advice on this one. And I'm sure you have a great attorney, but they are um, skilled in the law. And what's really needed is a good financial planner Mm -hmm. who can come in, take a look at the numbers, and work with that attorney so that you're making a good, clear-cut, conscious decision. Because usually when we're brought in, we change things dramatically, which I think sometimes the attorneys don't want us to come in because they think, well, we've already got this thing negotiated. And I'll come in and I'll point several things out. And we go back to drawing board. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, get someone like me in there early and we will um, we'll make it so much easier for you and for the attorney uh, for both parties so that no one's feeling later on that uh, they got the short end of the, of the deal. So and good it- planning is essential, but gain the right people, the right expertise. And too often the attorney alone is not the person who can do that.
1: We're talking with Dan Capril of Matson & Capril. Thank you for your question, Betty. If you want to send a question, go to quizdan.com. The best question of the week gets a book, a special book of the week that Dan will present later on in today's show. But you can go ahead and ask your question now if you have one, quizdan.com, or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. All right, another question from Mark in Yellow Springs. He
2: says, how many stocks does it take to be diversified? I love this question. Uh, That is a great question. Um, I just got Got done reading a bookmark that suggested eighteen, but the book never explained how to figure out what those eighteen stocks were. <laughs> 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 the reality here. All right, let, let, let's talk about what the goal of diversification is first. All right, the goal of diversification is to give you the highest return possible with the least amount of volatility or risk. If you could get twelve percent each and every year, I'm sure you would love to do it. So the reason we don't just buy one of anything is because we understand that that has a level of volatility. And we can measure that mathematically. You may remember from your high school stats days about standard deviation. Well, everything has a level of inconsistency by which it performs. So if you take, for example, the weather, uh, most people would be surprised to know that the weather in Atlanta average and the average temperature in New York are actually pretty close to each other. Hmm. But we do know that New York has far more volatility. So if you diversified weather, you might be somewhere around Washington, D.C., where you'd have a little bit more of a consistent matter. And that's what we're doing when we're building a portfolio. We want to have investments, uh, some things go down, other things tend to go up, or at least don't go down by as much, to minimize the impact and smooth out the ride. Only in hindsight could you go back and say, this is the exact number that you would need. In fact, I always argue that if, you know, if you're really good at stock picking, you only need to own one thing. Because one stock every year outperforms all the others. So every time a stock picker says you should diversify, he's basically admitting that his system for stock picking is flawed. Here's what I would tell you. You need to have multiple asset classes. So within each asset class could be hundreds, if not thousands of stocks. When we recommend a portfolio to the client, Mark, believe it or not, it has over 12,000 holdings in it. And the reason for that is because we want you to have the full representation of not only large U.S. companies, which is what most people only invest in, which is a mistake. I also want you to have representation in small U.S. companies. I want you to have representation in value companies. And I want you not only in the U.S., but I want you abroad. Two-thirds of the world's investments are traded outside of the United States. And then to lower your volatility, well, then I'm going to want you to have a presence in short-term government and corporate bonds that are high investment grade. So when you put all those pieces together and your objective is to create the highest return possible without major volatility. Well, the answer without knowing the future, in my opinion, it's about 12000 And that may seem daunting. Don't let it be daunting. It can be done. If you come in and talk to us, I'll clearly show you how it can be done. Heck, I'll show you how you can do it yourself if that's the way that you want to go. But when you hear people say things like, you know, like this one book, 18 stocks, and the whole thing is providing all these models, but it never showed how you would figure out what those 18 (laughs) stocks are. So, again, it's like me saying, you know, you really only need one stock to outperform the market, but just good luck figuring out what that one stock is.
1: That's a great point. And again, if you are thinking to yourself, am I diversified? What does it take to be diversified? Get a second opinion of what you think or what someone else has told you what diversification means, because it's one of those things that doesn't have one pure definition, because different biases play into the definition that you hear about. So talk to Dan Capril, get kind of the straight story, the straight talk that you need to hear about what it means to be truly diversified, because it's an important thing, but you have to be following the right definition of diversification and that usually doesn't mean oh i've got 30 stocks or i've got no, 30 no. mutual funds you're going down the wrong path if that's your
2: well I, and here's the other thing i see all the time is somebody will come in and, and we do we do a detailed analysis that we call a portfolio mri so like just like an mri you would get from a doctor this looks really deep down into your portfolio and so it's not unusual for somebody between their 401k and their other investments to maybe have six seven eight different mutual funds and naturally, I'll ask, why do you own these? And they'll tell me, well, I have all these different funds to be diversified. And then when I look at what they own, they'll be shocked to see that so many of them are buying the very same companies. So they're not diversified at all. They're redundant, which explains why they have these big drops in value. And they were surprised by that, well, because they didn't really know what they were owning in the first place. So, yeah, when we study that for you, we're going to show you um, in a way that, uh, you know, I would hazard a guess you've never seen before, and it's it's done not by trying to provide you product. It's it's done by giving you answers to what you've got so that you're very well aware that, um, so that if in the future you won't make a big mistake.
1: Again, the number to call with questions, 844 844- QuizDan. That's 844-784-9326 or go to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. One more question this week. Uh, from the email comes to us from Kathy in piqua She says, "My husband and I argue about money almost every day because we just <laughs> haven't done a great job of planning for retirement and it's starting to stress both of us out. Is this normal or do we need some serious
2: help?" Well, Kathy, it is normal and yes, you do need help. <laughs> but, both <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Both. Um, You know, they say there are um, three reasons why couples argue. Um, Money's one of them. You can figure out what the other two are. But this is a major source of conflict for couples. They don't like to talk about it. I've been in some tough conversations with couples. It's painful. It really is. Um, There's a lot of blame that gets assessed. And I have been accused in the past of being a marriage counselor (laughs) without the proper credentials of being one. But we need to understand that the past is over. It's over. We have, unfortunately, in the course of our life, have developed probably some type of money demons, things that we believe that are hurting us. Uh, And what we need to do is we need to work on those. We may not be able to exercise those demons, but we can certainly replace them with guardian beliefs that can overcome the impact that they're having. So when it comes to like a married couple where there's a lot of arguments about money, it very often falls into a blame game. And that's very, very destructive. You two love each other. You need to work together as a team. And usually if you have somebody who can coach you through the process, and a little later I'm going to talk about the difference between being an advisor versus a coach, but if you have somebody who really takes time to understand you beyond the numbers, what's important to you, and then helps the two of you not only develop a strategy, but coaches you into following it. Well, then I think you'll be surprised about the retirement you may be able to have. But putting your head in the sand and just arguing about it, that's not going to make anybody better. Uh, Too many divorces occur in the world as it is. Money is a big reason why that happens. Uh, We want to alleviate that. It's the most unnecessary reason why that should happen. Uh, Money is something we can really work with. You know, I can't go back in time and get back my youth, um, but I can certainly do things about where I'm going to be financially from this point forward. So... You know, whether it be something like this, or, you know, in the case where Mark was saying about, you know, perhaps he doesn't know if he's diversified, or Betty, who is going through the divorce as well, you know, this is really where having somebody who can understand your situation and coach you by developing a really specific plan of action for you, that's not based on the sale of some product or anything like that, can be incredibly empowering. So, you know, my advice is when you find yourself in these situations, there are expertise out there that can, that can be of assistance to you, and it's not like what you think. It, it's not just somebody trying to push a product on you. Um, when we sit down with people, we get a feeling about what's really important to them, why is it important to them, what pain are they going through emotionally as it relates to their finances, and then what strategies can we employ to fix the problem. Sometimes it's nothing more than me showing them, you know what, you're doing a fantastic job just keep doing what you're doing. And they feel good about that. It's kind of like if you think you have a health issue, you feel great when the doctor tells you, no, 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 that was just indigestion. Mm. You're going to be fine. But if there is something that needs to be done, let's figure out the right way to do it. So come on in. I mean, we'll, we'll sit down. We'll talk. It'll be a very um, laid back but, but important conversation. We'll get you started on the right process. At the very least, you're going to understand how we're different, um, how our approach is so much different than most of the other uh, people out there who work in financial services. And that's why we call ourselves wealth coaches or financial coaches. Uh, We're not the providers of product. We are the providers of strategy and the discipline necessary to implement that strategy.
1: It's a great time if you're in a situation where you have some questions about your financial situation, about your financial future, to call Dan Capril here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. You can get in touch with him. It's not a conversation that happens over the air. It's a private conversation between you and Dan and ultimately his team at Matson and Capril. You just call 844-QUIZ-DAN to get in touch. That's 844 784 9326 844-784-9326 or go to quizdan.com to submit a question there and to access some great resources. There's some videos that you can watch. There's some tax planning things that you can learn about on there as well. Some courses that you can take online. A lot of great resources right there on on Solving the Financial Puzzles website. It's just quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. Or if you're here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area and you want to call directly, 844 844- quiz dan stay right there certified financial planner dan Caprill, right back with us here on solving the financial
0: puzzle with much more coming up next dan Caprill is your local advisor in cincinnati and dayton he's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326.
1: This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt alongside Dan Caprill. He is your wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton and in the surrounding areas as well, with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky as well. He's the president of Mattson and Caprill. The number to call to get in touch with Dan is 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326, or go to quizdan.com for some great information there. You know, Dan, life insurance is one of those topics that isn't all that exciting. I mean, we can admit that. (laughs) Uh, But... That said, uh, we're increasingly finding that most people simply think that life insurance is just something that they need while they're working and while they have kids at home. But there are sometimes right. many other reasons that life insurance might be useful or necessary, even for somebody who might be retired or approaching retirement. A lot of people's ears perk up when you say, have you thought about these kinds of things. And so we've got a little list here. We won't be able to check off all the things on the list here on the show, but I thought I'd throw a few things at you in terms of what would the benefits be of having life insurance at a different stage of life than what you commonly think. And one of them is to use life insurance as income replacement, very popular uh, among a lot of people.
2: Yeah, and that's probably the number one reason why people buy it. But as you pointed out, too often we just think about it during our working years. But a lot of times we'll see opportunities for people for example, like their pension plan. When you retire and you have a pension plan, that pension plan pays out depending on how you ask for the money. So in other words, if I'm, me and my wife, if I sell my company, just pay the pension for as long as I'm alive, If I ask for that, I'm gonna get a much higher benefit than if I ask them to send the check for as long as me and my wife are alive because two people are obviously gonna live longer than one, and not only that, women tend to live longer than men. So very often, what we'll recommend couples do if the numbers work and everybody's healthy is you actually take the higher pension. You just take it for as long as, say, in this case, I'm alive, and then what I would do then is I would use some of that additional benefit that I'm getting from my company and I would go buy life insurance so that if I do die before my wife, she receives a windfall big enough to replace the pension that's no longer going to be coming to her. But at the same time, if she dies first, well, I can just simply cancel the policy and keep the higher benefit for myself. And that's just something that too often people don't look, look at. now. I can't say it works in every instance, health is important, and there, there needs to be enough of a disparity in the benefits, uh, but very often that is a very good strategy uh, to be done because when we die, if we have a spouse, there usually is some loss of income, could be loss of the smallest social security benefit, it could be a reduction in the pension benefit, and if the numbers are right, particularly if you have a lot of age disparity, like my dad and stepmother are about 20 years apart in age, so that's a big disparity difference in their case. Something like a pension, uh, something like using life insurance um, for this type of a situation during the retirement years makes a lot of sense.
1: So that's when you use it as income replacement. Another reason you might get life insurance outside of the normal uses of while you're living and uh, working and having kids is when you want to transfer family wealth. This is lesser known, but...
2: But truly important. Well, it's great because nowadays, so many people, you know, they don't have the the fixed pension plans anymore. They're living on their 401k assets. But there's still a strong desire for a lot of families to leave money to future generations, whether it be their children or at least their grandchildren. Make sure that their grandchildren's college is paid for to, to alleviate some of the burden on their kids and life insurance is a great tool for doing that because for essentially a rather low premium compared to the benefit you can do that. So we've had a lot of situations where a couple in their retirement years is now able literally to spend every dime on themselves because they know that when they die, they're going to have this benefit that's going to get paid half a million, a million dollars that's going to go to their heirs. So they don't have to worry about that within their planning. They can just go out and live to the maximum that, that their plan allows them to do as long as they make what is in essence a gift every year in terms of the life insurance premium. So they are in essence gifting money to their heirs, but that gift is ultimately gonna be realized later in life when they pass, and their heirs are gonna get get this gift income tax-free. So it's a great way to help out with with children, grandchildren, it's also a fantastic way to help out with charities. Um, You know, I've seen a lot of situations where people wanna do stuff for their church, and it can become a bit of a financial burden to them sometimes because the church has big needs. And one of the solutions I've come back is they say, look, churches obviously think in terms of perpetuity. Wouldn't it be fabulous to be able to leave your church half a million or a million dollars a year in the future? I'll bet if you talk to your pastor, he would be more than willing to excuse you from having to give him maybe five, $6,000 a year for his general operating expenses if he knew that at some point in the future half a million or a million dollars was going to come to that church. Um, have that conversation. I've yet to see a pastor that hasn't nodded his head going, oh, no, that would be fabulous. You know, they're not hoping you any ill will, of course, but they know they have these endowment gifts that are coming, and that can make a major difference for them in the future. So, yeah, it's a very useful tool for, for transferring for, the, for your family, but also for charities. We've talked about income replacement and then moved to, you know, looking after your own estate,
1: just got done talking about maybe ways to transfer to charity and how that can be a great way to transfer family wealth. Well, we don't want to leave out the business component, and that's a great way to use life insurance when you start adding that business element.
2: Oh, yeah. In fact, you know, I always tell every business owner, look, whether you realize or not, someday you're going to sell that business um, or it's going to get sold. And unfortunately, too often, tragedy strikes and a business uh, owner's family is stuck holding a business that, one, in some cases they can't operate, or two, they have to sell. And uh, because of the fact that they can't operate it, the buyer knows that. And so they're not able to get the fair market value for it. Other times you have partners. And suddenly one partner is being asked to buy out the other partner, either because their health has changed or they have died, which creates a huge cash flow burden on that other partner. So we strongly recommend that every business owner have what's called a buy-sell agreement. And that means you have found your future buyer. Not today, maybe when you get sick, maybe when you die. Sometimes it's a competitor. Uh, in my case, that is that is just it. I have a competitor in another market, and if something happens to me, he has agreed to step in and buy the practice from my wife. Now, the way that he is financing that future purchase is through life insurance. So he owns a life insurance policy On my life. He pays the premiums. I did go in and have a physical form. And so when that day comes now, he will have the liquidity to instantly pay my wife her share. And from that point on, the business is his. He won't owe us anything. He'll be able to take it from day one. The only thing he has to pay are the annual premiums, which if structure it properly, may actually even be tax deductible to your business. So very useful tool. Most businesses overlook this. Most businesses fail to understand that the value of their business is largely the life of the owner. And if that owner's life goes away, the heirs are not going to get very much, especially if you have a business where there's a lot of selling that goes on. You're a selling operation. Realtors are a great example. You know, you take the realtor out of the equation, (laughs) there's no commissions coming in. So life insurance is a very useful tool to making sure that our heirs get the maximum value for what the business is truly worth. So life insurance is very often a a misunderstood vehicle. Um, We buy it usually because we have small children, but there are a lot of other applicable uses. Often, I don't necessarily recommend that people buy new insurance. I just might recommend they keep or they modify the insurance that they have. I think one of the neat things that we do for our clients is is called insurance audits. And that's where we examine the health Of their insurance policies and what I mean by that is a lot of life insurance especially is set up so that the premiums can potentially change in the future Uh, and a lot of the times that's based on the cash value of the policy and it's not something that the person who sold in the policy is likely to explain to them simply because if the policy is unhealthy well they're not going to look very good the other thing too is a lot of people buy life insurance from commission salespeople who once they get the sale they never hear from those people again so it's very useful sometimes to have a, an objective, unbiased person who can look at your policies, tell you what to do with them. Maybe you don't need them anymore. Maybe you should get the cash value back from the policy. Maybe you can cancel that term. Or no, maybe you should keep them because given the things that you've indicated that are important to you, this could be a very useful tool for it. So of the of the various aspects of our wealth management program where we work with our clients, Big, big area is to look at what they've got in the area of insurance, especially life insurance. So if you've got three or four policies and you're paying these premiums every year and you're not even sure if you should have them anymore give us a call. I'd love to sit down with you. We'll take a look at them. We'll, we'll get a feel for why they're there. Um, maybe there is a better alternative. Maybe not. Maybe you should keep what you have. I'm a big believer that you should try to keep your, your existing life insurance policies if you need insurance because to change, is usually extremely expensive. It helps the person who sells you the new policy, but it doesn't really help you uh, because commissions get paid on these products. So we'll do a, we'll do a very objective audit of your life insurance policies, or in fact, all your coverages, including your home, your auto, et cetera, so that you have a good insight as to whether or not you're being fully protected for the things that you want to do.
1: And your initial review with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati and Dayton is complimentary if you call 844-QUIZ-DAN. You can set up a time to meet here in the near future. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Ninety-three that'll put you in touch with dan capril certified financial planner your wealth coach here in the area with offices in cincinnati beaver creek even in northern kentucky 844 quiz dan that's 844-784-9326 stay right there tales from the tax side when we
0: return right here on solving the financial puzzle Composer Steven Sondheim once said, The nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution. That's exactly how you can view the financial world. You know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Caprill. Moving along here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, helping you put together those different pieces
1: of your financial life in a way that gives you the best plan going forward as you prepare for retirement and your financial future. The number to call with questions for Dan Capril, who is our local wealth coach for you right here in Cincinnati and Dayton. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Dan is a certified financial planner, the president of Matson & Caprile. He's the author of the book Retirement Survival, and you can find out more information about him by going to quizdan.com, also where you can send in questions. This is the part of the show that we call Tales from the Tax Side, story time from Dan, and our subject of the story today comes to us uh, as Yogi Berra, the, uh, the late, yes. great Yogi Berra.
2: He really did have a special place in my heart. He was the manager for the Mets when they went to the World Series back in 1973, which is a 10-year-old. I actually got to... uh to see um, game three. But Yogi was an amazing person because you know, I think too often we forget or aren't aware what a great, great player he was. He won the MVP five times. He's got 10 World Series ranks, more than anybody. Um, very fortunate to be on a team with a lot of great, great players. Um, but he was also you know a great American. He stormed the beach, beaches at Normandy. So most people are completely unaware of that. Most of the time what we're known is all these great things Yogi would say what they were called is yogiisms, And sometimes we've been saying these things completely unaware that he was indeed the source for them. And it's funny because so many times he says these things, sometimes they, they really do have a connection to taxes and tax planning. So I thought I'd take you through a couple of these and um, uh, I think you'll, you'll get a kick out of them. All right, so the one that probably uh, we all say, at least I say the most, is the old expression, it ain't over till it's over, right? So it's pretty obvious. That's also true when it comes to the IRS. Uh, the IRS is extremely, extremely patient, they have no problems taking you to court and making you pay fees after fees to your attorney, hoping that you will ultimately settle with them and give them what they want. There's there's an appeals process, there's a tax appeals process, it can go all the way up to the US Supreme Court. The whole process can take a very, very long time. What you need to understand is, when you are working with people, hopefully you are working with competent people, not even so much on the tax filing part, which is extremely important, but the tax planning part, so they're developing for you good strategies that can help lower your taxes. Bill expression ain't over till it's over. We think about it for sports. Trust me, the attorneys over at the IRS, they live by that rule. <laughs> a great yogiism. Oh yeah. Here, here's another one this I love. It. The future ain't what it used to be. <laughs> That's a great um, one. Yeah. Now, the thing I always want to emphasize to people is nothing, you know, I, I talk about it all the time that we don't know the future, and therefore. We should not try to predict the future. However, when it comes to taxes, you're probably never going to hurt yourself by assuming that taxes will be higher in the future than they are now. Because you know what? If you're wrong and they're lower, guess what? You get more money. But too often, I will see people make these assumptions when they're doing their planning and they've never factored in the possibility that taxes could go up. You know, there was a time Social Security benefits came tax-free. Now, almost everybody I work with 85% of their benefit is subjected to taxation. If you didn't take that into consideration way back when, before you started the plan, you got a completely different lifestyle. So we need to be aware that the future, not only is it not predictable, we need to have some assumptions that are somewhat realistic. If we have aggressive assumptions, which suggest tax could be lower... I don't know how that's possible when we owe $19 trillion in debt as a nation. So you need to be aware of that. You need to build that tax increase feature into your long-term planning.
1: I always like the quote from Yogi when he said, uh, you should always go to other people's funerals.
2: Otherwise, they won't go to yours. <laughs> <laughs> they won't go to yours, yeah. <laughs> and there's a little bit of truth in that. <laughs> I assumed he wasn't talking about the, the the person who died. Maybe he was talking more about the, uh, the family, but... Uh, I think when he said it, he was obviously talking about estate taxes. No, but seriously, um, the IRS loves to tax dead people. Uh, Dead people don't vote. Now, they don't tax dead people nearly as aggressively as they used to, but that can change. I mean, that can really change on a dime. In fact, I'm amazed that they don't tax um, estates under five and a half million dollars. It really wasn't all that long ago, Walter, when estates of $600,000 and above were being hit with federal estate taxes. I mean, that was basically, if you had a life insurance policy, that death benefit, if you owned it, that was part of your estate. And the the IRS made a lot of money off of that. And then um, through changes, they they ultimately came up with a solution because it was really hurting small business owners. But um, they can do anything that they want. Congress can can manipulate the laws anywhere they want to change taxation um, for dead people. And uh, yeah, um, you should go to the <laughs> people's funerals because the IRS it can't wait for that day when that when when someone dies. That's a big payday period for the IRS.
1: That's a great point. Again, we're talking with Dan Capril here on solving the financial puzzle. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call with questions. You want to hear some more tales from the tax side, uh, you can do that by chatting with Dan and coming in and meeting with his team here in the area. Any other favorite yogiisms that you can relate to uh, financial well, planning and yeah. taxes?
2: Without question, my favorite is when you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs>
1: That's that's just great great advice for life right there. It is
2: great advice, you know. Well, you have no choice but to take it. Watching an interview with a friend of his who said he used to say that because he lived on a street. He lived on a cul-de-sac. And I guess there was like a a, a greenery area. So you had to go one way or the other. It didn't matter which way you went. You were going to come to his house. So if you went left versus right, so he wrote Yogi would just say you you come to the fork in the road, you just you just take it. Well, the thing we need to understand is that failure to make really good planning, particularly with business owners, can be extremely expensive. You know, do I go cash accounting versus accrual accounting? Should I be an S Corp? Should I should I be a C corporation? Should I use a medical expense reimbursement account? A lot of different strategies that are out there for business owners that too often there's no thought given as to why they chose them. They just did what they did and so we need to be very aware of that that through proactive planning particularly for business owners particularly for affluent earners there's a lot of things you can do that you're probably not doing i like to make the point and i've yet to have anyone to prove me wrong is that if you're a business owner i can almost guarantee you you're paying more than tax, more in taxes than you have to legally, and so it's really by having some, you know, some some really good planning. So, as it comes to all these things, you know, one of the one of the really great tools we have for our clients is called the tax blueprint. And what it does is it looks at what you're currently doing. And then develops for you specific strategies that you can implement and the great thing about it is it's guaranteed it's guaranteed in that any fee that we ever charge to do the blueprint will never be more than one half the first year tax savings often it's three four five times the the first year tax savings and you can apply those savings not only this year but if they don't dramatically change the laws you can apply them for future years as well it's not taking the role of your cpa you can still keep your cpa but what we're going to do is come up with a, a very well-defined plan that utilizes a lot of things that are in the law that the tax attorneys we work with help develop. It's very solid and true. These are these are not pushing the envelope strategies or anything like that. They're very clear-cut. You then take that that strategy and you can implement it. Or if you want our assistance, we can help you there too. So we voluntarily pay our taxes. Let's not voluntarily pay more than we should. You know, give us a call. Come on in. I'll tell you. I'll show you what the tax blueprint is all about it's something that sadly is not offered off by a lot of firms and it really should be because it should always begin with taxes if we can cut your taxes we increase your net worth without exposing you to any additional risk let's start there let's find you the extra money before we have to make other major changes to give you the type of income that you want during your retirement years
1: Here's what you have to do to take advantage of this kind of opportunity, to meet with Dan Capril, to uh, go through some of these uh, tax courses that he has available to you, to plug into ways that you can learn about your situation. Go to QuizDan.com. That's QuizDan.com. Great resources on there about how to beat the IRS legally. And you can also call 844 quizdan that's 8447849326 or quizdan.com go there make sure that you tap into those resources really really fantastic helping a lot of people here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas 844quizdan that's 844 844- Seven eight four ninety three twenty six 784-9326 or quizdan.com, the place to go online. At this point in time each week, we also like to let you know that you can get a free book. Uh, when you send in a question to quizdan.com on the website, uh, when you submit that question, the best one of the week, we'll get a copy of a special book. And what are we giving away this week, Dan?
2: This is a great book that we have this week. It's called The Power of Zero, How to Get to the 0% Tax Bracket and transform your retirement. It's by David McKnight. This is a fabulous book. It's not even too lengthy. You know, you gotta you gotta love a tax book that's under 90 pages. This one's just that. A lot of great ideas and suggestions that you can use to increase your retirement income by lowering your retirement income tax. So great book. We utilize all the strategies that are in this book when we work with our clients. Um, Send us a question on quizdan.com. I'll send you a copy of the book.
1: Again, that's quizdan.com. Submit your question there. And the best question of the week gets Power of Zero by David McKnight, this week's special book giveaway. That's quizdan.com, the place to go. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Coming up next... What's the difference between an advisor and a coach when it comes to your wealth, when it comes to investing in your financial life, and the reasons why you would want to work with a financial coach? All that coming up right
0: here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, the list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Caprill is a Certified Financial Planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other Riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN.
1: Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Great to have you along with us. I'm Walter Storholt, and I am alongside Dan Caprill of Matson & Capril, your local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton and in the surrounding communities as well. In fact, there's an office near you, one in Cincinnati, another in Beaver Creek, and also in northern Kentucky. You can go to quizdan.com to find out some great information about Dan as well, or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan, you mentioned earlier in this show, and we've talked about it a little bit in the past, about the fact that there are differences when you work with someone who's a financial coach versus someone who might just Mm -hmm. describe themselves as a financial advisor. What are the differences Mm -hmm. between
2: the two? Well, the difference lies in the kind of service that they provide. Uh, Let me first tell you what coaching is and what coaching isn't. Um, Coaching is not trying to sell you a bunch of products. Coaching always begins first with developing a clear understanding for what's important to you and why it's important to you. You actually have to start opening up emotionally to your coach so that your coach can make recommendations that you're going to be comfortable implementing. You know, things may make total sense financially, like believe it or not, financially, it can make total sense to have a mortgage until the day that you die. But I know emotionally, most people will not sleep at night knowing that. And knowing that they have to pay a mortgage every single day throughout the retirement years, it stresses out a lot of people. A good coach will, will make sure that you have a strategy that's appropriate for you, that's prudence, but more importantly, takes into consideration your values, your fears, your concerns. Now, to do that... The, the process by which they work with you is a lot more in depth they're going to take a very holistic approach in working with you. They're going to look at everything. you know Sometimes somebody will come into my office and they say, "I just want to talk about this." And I say, "Well, you know it's like saying to your doctor, doctor, my, my arm hurts, but don't check me out other than just the arm. Sometimes the parts are you know, they're related, they're interconnected. And the same thing is true when it comes to your financial strategy. So first thing a good coach is going to do is they're going to look at everything and they're going to ask some very important questions to try to get an understand about what your values are as it relates to money. We do this exercise with our clients called discovering your true purpose for money, that which is more important than money itself. And what it ultimately gets to is what are the certain values that you hold most dear that you want to be expressing in the way you spend your money? The reason that is so important is because I've seen situations where people will spend their money in ways that are counter to those values, and it totally stresses them out. And then they wonder why. Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, but that's completely counter to what you hold as your belief um, set. Now, the second thing that a coach is going to do is going to constantly educate you. Um, Financial advice is something that has to be worked at and has to be imparted upon you on a regular basis. Things change, tax codes change, markets change, inflation changes. You can't just do a strategy and stick it in a drawer. You have to have it monitored regularly. Take a look, for example, at a great athlete. Golfers come to mind. Golf is the most inconsistent sport that you can play. Um, Even the great golfers struggle at times. Now, what do they utilize? They utilize a coach who can find out why they're suddenly making mistakes. There's so many moving parts to a golf swing. One little movement that's different can throw off your entire game. And the same is true when it comes to financial planning. If you're not looking at all those aspects constantly and you're also being held accountable to implement those changes, well, then you're just kind of throwing darts. So a good golf coach is not only going to show a golfer what he's doing wrong. Maybe he's doing something wrong on his takeaway. He's going to make him make that change. So is a good financial coach. I'm going to make you do the things you need to do. I'm going to force you to leave your comfort zone. Now, that may not be for everybody. I get that. I understand that. But what I'm looking for and the types of people that we help are people who want to put the burden of the day-to-day worry and stress on us. Let them go out and live their lives. We're going to continually educate you. We're going to have classes that you need to come in and attend. We're going to have online classes that we're going to want you to attend. We're going to update your plan every single year at least. And we're going to be available to you one-on-one as often as you need to be met with. And you're going to decide that. We're not going to decide it. You're going to decide it. That's the difference between a coach and somebody who's just out there to sell you a product. Now, the barriers to entry to what I do for a living, sadly, are not that high. Anybody can essentially call themselves a financial advisor, even if they've never taken a single class in personal finance. My advice there is work with people who have taken a class in personal finance, a lot of classes in personal finance, but more importantly, have taken the time to get to know you as a person. This is not about the numbers. This is about having a clear understanding about what you want to accomplish with the rest of your life and having a strategy that allows you to do that. But more importantly, hold you accountable to making the changes necessary. You know, If I tell somebody you need to maybe cut spending in a certain area, I'm actually going to follow up with them to make sure that they did it. I'm not just going to say, well, here's what you do and go. That's what an advisor does. A coach actually monitors your progress as you go forward. And most importantly, coach prevents you from doing massive amounts of procrastination because that's the number one thing that tends to hold people back. We tend to get into a situation where we say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get to it. And it never gets done. And you know what? Time keeps happening. So a good coach is going to help you avoid that one as well.
1: Well, Dan, coaching, you know I've imagined, is multifaceted. It's it's not just going to be one or two things that it helps you do. Certainly getting the numbers, getting the financial aspect figured out, the follow-up is a key difference, I think, that you mentioned between being a coach and being an advisor, making sure that there's that follow-through, that that plan is being followed, not just here you go and uh, good luck to you. It's here you go, good luck to you, and then a week later, hey, have you thought about this? Have you done this? Have you implemented it? There's there's that follow-up. There's that next step. Uh, One of the common things, that people talk about when it comes to financial planning, retirement, uh, those kinds of things is the worry that it all yeah. creates. So how mm-hmm. does having a coach eliminate worry compared to having just an advisor?
2: You know, worry is something that can never be fully eliminated, but I think with a, with a good coach, we can prevent it from controlling your life. Let me give you a great example. We had, um, we had a couple come to one of our retirement classes probably about six months ago, and the situation was he had lost his job and he was almost 60 years old, and he was very concerned and worried that uh, he obviously lost his job at the worst possible time. His plan was to retire in about four years, and now suddenly he had no money coming in. His wife had a job, but she wasn't making nearly the amount of money that he was making. He was trying desperately to find a job at the same level that he was at, so he was major league stressed out, to say the least. Going through our wealth coaching program, Once we were able to understand the reasons for his concern and and what he was looking to accomplish over the rest of his life, as well as his wife, what were the things that they held most important about their money, the the role they wanted to be playing in their children's and grandchildren's lives, what we did was not only show that couple that they had more than enough money to retire today on the lifestyle that they wanted. So there was really no need to go out and, and try to find another job. I mean, he ultimately did, but he found a job that he liked so much more it pays less, but his stress level—it's a lot lower. And then what we we're able to do is then help him and his wife develop a timeline for achieving the things that they want to do in their life, and then hold them accountable to actually do it. it may seem crazy, but I actually say to clients, um, "You haven't taken that European trip yet. Why not? You know, you haven't given the money to charity that you said you always wanted to. Why not?" Now, of course. We've done the time to understand what their capabilities are. You know, we're not going to recommend that people travel when they can't afford to travel. No. But when they can do it, when it's within the plan, when the numbers are there and they're worked out, I know time's a gift. Sadly, I am reminded every single month, this year, the last 12 months, I've been to seven funerals. Very few people got everything done that they wanted to do. But you know what? I'm pretty confident in telling you that those are the ones I worked with. They got a lot of it done. I made them get it done. And they felt great about that. Things like time with our children, time with our grandchildren. Those are the things that matter the most. And a good coach will do that. Number one, good coach is going to meet with you and educate you on that process. Look, yes, there's volatility. You know what? We knew there would be some volatility. We don't know when. We knew it was going to happen. It's already factored into your plan. No, I can't guarantee the future, but I can show you how we've accounted for this. And number two, after you've been educated, they're going to keep in touch with you to make sure that your strategy and the things you wanted to accomplish are being met. Nothing drives me crazier when someone has maybe a negative one, negative 2% year and they cancel out their whole life. Oh, we can't do this anymore. We can't do that anymore. Well, why? Because we had a negative year. What did you expect to have a positive year every single year? I know you wanted to, but that was never realistic to begin with. Just like there are many years where you might get two or three times the return that you expected. Now, I don't want you to go out and spend extra money because your portfolio grew by more than what you thought it would. You need to keep that money for those future years when it goes down. So coaching in itself isn't going to necessarily remove worry. But what it is going to do is have a process to at least prevent the worrying and the stress from controlling your life so that you ultimately, hopefully, will will conclude what I've concluded over the years is that if you're going to be realistic about the future, then you really ought to be optimistic about the future. Because the life that that we lead today, it dwarfs that of prior generations. And if you go back and you look at the problems that we've had over the last 50, 60, 70 years, there's some major, major stuff. In fact, some of the problems that we've had over the last 50 and 60 years dwarfs that of what we face today. I'm not trying to minimize our problems today. We have some serious problems as a planet, as a people. We know that. Um, but you know what? Uh, capitalism finds a way. Good news tends to find a way. Enjoy your life. Have a coach who understands you. When we bring a client through our wealth coaching program, we not only do a very comprehensive plan, we have literally 40 different classes that we're going to take them through over the coming years ahead. We're going to monitor their plan, we're going to update their plan, we're going to remind our clients of their goals. And when they get held back by their internal money demons, We're going to help them overcome those money demons by replacing those with guardian beliefs. Yeah, in many ways, maybe I'll even practice a little psychiatry without a license. But don't worry, I don't prescribe drugs. I just try to point out what I think is some common sense to you that makes you feel a lot better. And it's not just a bunch of words. It's logic. It's not based on the sale of a product. It's based on an understanding about you, what's important to you, and then helping you get through the tough times. Because when people make mistakes with their money, particularly in investments, they usually make the mistakes because they got scared. We all know you want to buy when prices are low, sell when they're high. Too often people do the absolute opposite. A good coach is going to prevent you from doing those things. So if you want to learn more about the Wealth Coaching Program and all the great features and tools that it has, give us a call. You know, go to quizdan.com. Ask about it. I'll send you a course that takes you into detail of audit. Also, have you come on in so you can learn a little bit more. I promise you this. You probably haven't seen anything like this before. I can't guarantee it, I'm pretty confident. Our approach is very, very different, and I think you're going to find it to be refreshing, and hopefully you'll find it to be the missing piece in what you're looking for. We always say coaching is the missing piece in your financial strategy, and by piece, I mean P-E-A-C-E, not P-I-E-C-E. So there's the puzzle piece, but there's that peace of mind, and I've always believed that coaching is what is missing for a lot of people. No, we do that, and we do it with every single client.
1: It's much more than just about the money. That's certainly a big piece, and uh, but then providing you some peace of mind is uh, another essential step that the team at Matson and Capril take each and every day with their clients, and they can take those steps with you, but you have to start the conversation with them, and I think you'll be pleased once you do start a conversation up with Dan Capril and his team here in Cincinnati and Dayton and the surrounding communities as well. All you have to do to plug in is call 844-QUIZ-DAN- that's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Just start a conversation, 844-784-9326, or go to quizdan.com. But kind of that first step as your coaches, we like to say go ahead and do it right now. Don't delay because you're going to forget yeah. about it. You're going to start thinking about the Bengals and uh, you know their, <laughs> their undefeated season and what you're going to be doing for the game and all that kind of stuff. You know, go ahead and make this a top priority to at least establish some communication with Dan. 844 quiz Dan is that number to call. Could be very pleased with the communication that occurs between Dan. He's a really fantastic communicator, and uh, I think you'll appreciate the things that he has to say. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Or go to quizdan.com if you prefer to go online. But do it now. Make it a top priority today quizdan.com or 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Dan, we're out of time for this week, but appreciate your help as always here on the show. And we'll talk again next time. Great. Everybody have a great week. Again, if you're here in Cincinnati, Dayton, there's an office near you in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and even Northern Kentucky, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Thanks so much for tuning into the show this week. We'll talk to you on the next Solving the Financial Puzzle.